Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from Rapidly Rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. This week we're going to just muddle through and put on the brakes. In the fourth segment, we'll get slap-happy, and in the third segment, we'll get told, don't do that. But we're going to start the show by playing some unfortunate records. Here's the Boston Orchestra. Thank you. 
we started off that set of unfortunate records with the Boston Orchestra performing Unfortunate Blues, written by Fred Hamm and Henry Winston. The Boston Orchestra, at least in this case, has nothing whatsoever to do with Boston, Massachusetts. It was the name given to a group led by pianist Carol Gibbons that, unfortunately, made just three sides in a single session on January 31, 1925, and only two of those were issued... Unfortunate Blues on HMV B1977. There's no shortage of vintage songs about train disasters, from the most famous, The Wreck of the Old 97, to The Wreck of the 1256, The Wreck of the Virginians, Fate of Chris Lively and Wife, and Wreck of Number 52. Before Unfortunate Blues, we heard the story of the unfortunate brakeman by the Kentucky Ramblers from a Paramount 78, wax September 1, 1930. The Kentucky Ramblers were from Williamsburg, Kentucky, and were probably led by Elmer Byrd, who may have been the vocalist. I don't have any information about who the unfortunate brakeman was or the circumstances surrounding the accident, but one of the lines in the song is, Tell my buddy on the GT that I'll never see him again. GT refers to the Grand Trunk Railway, which operated from 1852 to 1923 in Canada and eight states in the northeastern U.S. We wrapped up that unfortunate segment with Fiddlin' Doc Roberts and Rye Straw from Jeanette 7221, recorded in Richmond, Indiana on January 13, 1930. Old-time fiddler Doc Roberts' name really was Doc, D-O-C-K, although it's commonly spelled D-O-C. He was born in Madison County, Kentucky, on April 26, 1897, and you'll probably be hearing more from him in a couple of months. Rye Straw is a reel and was first published in the 1880s by the George Coe Company of Boston as Whoop from Arkansas and in 1927 by physician W.H. Morris as Acrobat. So why is Rye Straw included in a set of unfortunate records? Well, Rye Straw was known throughout the South and Midwest under a wide variety of titles, including Alabama Waltz, Black My Boots and Go See the Widow, Dog Shit, <coughs> a Rye Straw, Preacher's Favorite, Lady's Fancy, and The Unfortunate Dog, or the unfortunate pup. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. As I was trying to find out the particulars of the unfortunate brakeman in the first segment, I came across a whole slew of newspaper accounts of railroad brakemen being killed on the job. In the early days of railroading, brakeman was one of the deadliest jobs in America, since they worked from the top of moving trains, applying brakes on individual cars. George Westinghouse's invention of the railroad air brake in 1869 helped make the brakeman's job less dangerous, but trains are still big, dirty, and if they hit you, they'll kill you. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, in 2019, there were about 77,700 railroad workers in the U.S. So, with thanks to them for keeping passengers and freight moving safely and on time, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about brakemen. (laughs) ¶¶ 
is just the same in sunny Tennessee. Portland, Maine is just the same sunny Tennessee. Just in the old place I Bye. 
was what he said to me. There was nothing but anger in his eyes I could plainly see. Oh, please, Mr. Brakeman, let us ride your train. It's cold outside in the rain. He said, you can ride. I'll put your pal outside. I don't like his company. The other day, my old pal. He walked over to where my old pal lay with his face to the floor. Get up, get up, you railroad bomber, I'll throw you out that door. He reached down and roughly turned my pal's head and started back with a cry. Look here, Bum, your pal is dead, was the old brakeman's reply. Mr. Brakeman, let me ride your train. When I get back home again I'll get by them station guards Standing at the gate If you let me ride the rods On that southern freight I just got to see that gal of mine Take me if I have to ride the blind be a sport, I'm from the south, so take a drink and shut your mouth. But Mr. Freeman, let me ride your train. Yeah! <laughs> your train I can't stand this northern snow and rain frost done bit my nose and feet hairs turning gray take me where I know I'll eat once or twice a day I want some loving from my gal Mr. Brakeman, won't you help a pal? Please don't put me on the shelf. If you do, I'll kill myself. Mr. Brakeman, let me ride 
Let me ride your train. Frankie Halfpint Jackson, April 17, 1940, with Mr. Brakeman, Let Me Ride Your Train, from Decca 7786. Accompanying Frankie were Jonah Jones, trumpet, Fess Williams, clarinet, Lil Armstrong, piano, Walman Broad, string bass, and Walter Martin on washboard. Mr. Brakeman, Let Me Ride Your Train was written by Porter Granger and was preceded by Cliff Carlisle with the sad story of the Brakeman's reply, written by Carlisle and Wilbur Ball, who also provided the guitar accompaniment. That's from Champion 16212, recorded February 13, 1931, in Richmond, Indiana, the label of which describes it as old-time singin'. The most famous of all railroad brakemen was Jimmy Rogers, and he wrote and recorded Brakeman Blues, but we started this Brakeman set with Whitey McPherson and the Rhythm Wreckers with their November 9, 1937 version of Brakeman Blues, issued on Vocalion 03937. From just about the time we're born, it seems like we're constantly being told what not to do. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again. Don't ever do that again. Don't do that again. Don't you ever do that again, you hear me? Don't you ever do that again! And the admonitions are going to continue in this segment, beginning with Casey Bill Weldon. Shouldn't do that, shouldn't do that. Cause if she quit me, it'll be the end of me. Shouldn't do that, shouldn't do that. 
Say, what's all that about? Oh, Luke, Luke, at that fellow ill-treating that cart. Why don't you go and tell him about it? Yes, I think I will. Don't do that to the poor puss cat. No, 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 no. Don't do that to the poor puss cat. Please don't treat him so. He was out last night, it's true. But he likes a cuddle just the same as you. So don't do that to the poor puss cat. Ah, no, 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 no. He doesn't seem to be taking any notice of you. No, I don't think he understands my language. Talk to him in a nice, genteel fashion. I will, I will. Don't do that to the poor puss cat. Ah, no, 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 no. Don't do that to the poor puss cat. Please don't treat him so. Though his whiskers may be wet, never kick a pussy in its crystal set. So don't do that to the poor puss cat. Ah, no, 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 no. Love me, 
you can make a big fuss of me. But ah, cha-cha, a mark and do that. You can tease me, you can squeeze me, and you never need release me. But ah, wow, Papa mark and do that. Now I can stand for everything you do. You're sweet as you can be. But for goodness sake, I beg of you, will you stop that tickling me? You can jolly, honey bunch me, you can pound me, pinch me, punch me. But ah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. Papa Mars and Dupin. and his gangplank orchestra haven't been heard since 2004 when I played Help, and obviously that's a giant shame, but better late than never, we just heard Ah, 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 Papa Mustn't Do That, written by Roy Turk. Columbia 841 was recorded May 15, 1926, but the vocalist is unidentified. The gangplank in Earl Gresh and his gangplank orchestra refers to the gangplank speakeasy at the Jungle Hotel and Country Club, in St. Petersburg, Florida. It opened in 1916, and the golf course, designed by A.W. Tillinghast, was Babe Ruth's favorite. He had a tradition of celebrating his birthday and signing his baseball contracts at the club. It operated until 1944 and is now the Admiral Farragut Academy, a college prep school. Earl Gresh led a fascinating life, and you'll be hearing all about him on the May 2nd show. The last time I played Don't Do That to the Poor Pusscat was back in 2010, sung by Leslie Cerrone, who wrote it, along with Frank Eaton. Before Earl Gresh, we heard Leslie Cerrone singing it again, this time backed by Ronnie Monroe's dance band from Parlophone R160, recorded in London around May 28, 1938. We started that Don't Do That segment with Casey Bill Weldon, and you shouldn't do that one of six sides recorded in an October 20th, 1937 session. You Shouldn't Do That was written by Sleepy John Estes. I'm the wide-awake Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. As an amateur mixologist and fan of vintage cocktails, I do my share of muddling for mojitos, juleps, smashes, kaiperoskas, old fashions, and so on. For this segment, however, we're going to do some musical muddling, beginning with Dios Bella.
of you Life's a bit blue But it might have been worse I just keep scraping along Singing a song No one caring where I belong Everything's wrong Still it might have been worse Although my path ain't strewn with roses I don't worry not I Nothing certain All I know is I shall live till I darn well die Muddle and through, never a clue Where I'm heading or when I'm due All is true, but it might have been worse Stars are lucky, they say But I'm not favored that way A storm was on and no stars gone on my I'm happy and free I toddle on and in me And no one's jealous of me I'm muddling through Never a soon Bags of trouble and sins are few Life's a bit blue But it might have been worse I just keep scraping along Singing a song might have been worse. Although my path ain't true with roses, I don't worry not I. Nothing certain, all I know is I shall live till I don't well die.
began and ended that muddling set with two very different interpretations of Percy Wenrick's All Muddled Up. We started with Dios Bella directing the Odeon Studio Orchestra in a recording made in Berlin, Germany in late 1923 or early 1924. Violinist Dios Bella was born Leon Goldsman in Kiev, Ukraine on December 19, 1897. It's a ways off, but he just might get his own birthday segment at the end of the year. We ended with a vastly different arrangement of All Muddled Up by Harry Reeser's OK Syncopators, made in November of 1922. Joseph Necht made a nice recording of All Muddled Up for Edison with the Waldorf Astoria Orchestra, and just yesterday I got a copy of the old Waldorf Astoria Bar Book from 1934. It is dedicated to certain gentlemen of other days who made of drinking one of the pleasures of life, not one of its evils, and who, whatever they drank, proved able to carry it, keep their heads, and remain gentlemen, even in their cups. Their example is commended to their posterity. I think we may soon have a Waldorf Astoria segment. In between the all-muddled-ups, we were muddling through, T-H-R-O, in January of 1930, with G. H. Eliot from an 8-inch Edison Bell Radio 78, number 1291. George Eliot was accompanied there by Harry Hudson's Melody Men, who were uncredited on the label. Muddlin' Through was written by the very obscure Howard Flynn, who also brought us Clatter of the Clogs and Chopinette. Howard Flynn led his own dance band, and I think I can put together a Howard Flynn segment. All right, all right, calm down. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. I'm a big fan of Monty Python, and if you are too, you're probably familiar with the fish slap dance sketch. Okay, so it doesn't translate all that well to radio. Of course, the fish slap dance wasn't a real thing, but just a comedy bit, and in an interview, John Cleese said it was the stupidest sketch they'd ever done. Nonetheless, you can buy fish slap dance apparel online, and there are plenty of fish slap dance animations on YouTube. Now, the fish slap dance may not be a real thing, but I assure you, in all seriousness... The shoe slap dance is. And here to prove it is Heine and his grenadiers. (laughs) 
Jesse with a streamlined chassis. Southern Belle from Tallahassee. Dress fit to kill from head to toe. All dressed up and no place to go. She is a cute time, a neighbor with a cold of stable. Don't hold hands across the table. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. Gets her kicks when she drinks her coke. She ain't that sad-eyed leaner from Pasadena. That Madame Lazanga who does the conga. She hears boogie-woogie. She's out on her feet between 18th and 19th on Basin Street. She just slapped Happy Lassie with a streamlined chassis. Southern Belle from Tallahassee. Dress fit to kill from head to toe All dressed up and no place to go I woke up and the cork was full. Jug was empty, but my wife was full. Slim, slim, flim, flam. Slap it, shake it, hang it on the wall. I got a room across the street from a girl's hotel one night. I couldn't sleep, their shades were up, and it didn't turn out their light. Shim, shim, flim, flam, slap it, shake it, hang it on the wall.
summer I was on the beach. I was fond of fruit until I squeezed a lemon in a one-piece bathing suit. Shim, shim, flim, flam, slap it, shake it, hang it on the wall. Bob Skiles and his Skyrockets from the Blue Bonnet Hotel in San Antonio, Texas, with Slap It, Shake It. That's one of seven issued sides in an October 25, 1938 session toward the end of the band's existence. Bob Skiles' real name was Robert Kendrick, and his father, guitarist and singer Brooke Kendrick, better known as Doc, traveled throughout Texas around the turn of the century playing in medicine shows, circuses, magic lantern shows, and other small-time entertainment venues, and each of his children joined the act as they were old enough. By the early 30s, Bob played fiddle, mandolin, and saxophone in the group. In 1937, Eli Oberstein, A&R man for Bluebird Records, signed Bob and brothers Clifford and Sanford as the Skyrockets, but insisted that Bob change his name from Kendrick to Skiles. Influenced by Milton Brown and his musical Brownies, the group played it corny with goofy novelty and western swing. I was going to play it a few weeks ago as part of the Lassie segment, but ran out of time. So before Bob Skiles, you heard Teddy Powell and his orchestra with vocalist Ruth Gaylor and Slap Happy Lassie from Bluebird 11039, recorded January 9, 1941. Slap Happy Lassie was written by Harvey Brooks. We started this Slap Happy set with Heine and his Grenadiers with Shoe Slap Dance from Decca 5120, recorded June 16, 1935. Heine was in fact Jack Bundy, who was an announcer on Milwaukee radio station WTMJ, owned by the Milwaukee Journal newspaper. Bundy created Heine and his Grenadiers as a comedy bit, playing German folk music and speaking in thick German accents. The group was popular into the 1950s. I mentioned that shoeslap dance is a real thing. It originated in Bavaria and Austria in the 1800s and is a couple dance known as Schuplattler Tanze, in which to show interest in a girl... The men slap themselves on the thighs, knees, and shoe soles, stomp their feet, and clap their hands. The Schuplattler Tanze thrives to this day, and there is in fact a world championship of Schuplattler, which is now on my bucket list. I don't know if Stan and Joschmengi recorded it, but the Guckenheimer Sauerkraut Band recorded Schuplattler Tanze in 1956 on their LP, um pa pa in hi-fi, which of course I have. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll tune in or click in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>